Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Now for today's News Blast. Let's take a moment and thank those that make the Bosque County Blast possible. This episode is brought to you by Uncle Gus's Marine and Resort, Texas New Mexico Power, Dr. Julie Merriman, PhD Coaching, and Corner Drug Cafe. And that includes Clifton Feed and Service, ViraClear, Esselton Septic, The Screen Door Inn, and ours and Nelson Insurance. For our lead story today, we'll talk to Jackie Mursky of the Bosky Animal Rescue Kennels about the success of the recent gala and what it means for the future of Bark. I am Jackie Mursky, president of Bark. We had a record-breaking night for the gala Bark history, and it exceeded all of our expectations times two or three or maybe even a hundred. We never, ever expected the number that we would get from that night, and we were so overwhelmed with everyone's support, with everyone's attendance, with the energy that they brought, and I hope that we were able to bring back some normalcy to people's social outings and remind people that there are some amazing organizations in Bosque County and they need to step up and have their event. People want to go. People want to support. We were definitely proof of that. So this was enormously successful compared to years past, to which the gala has been growing steadily for the past four years. Without getting too excited, We at BARC want to improve our kennel, some fencing, some more kennels, some more areas for dogs that just need more acclimation to kennel time. This hopefully will cut down on some of the, so we are investing into improving parts of our kennel to make it a safer and better environment for the dogs and our kennel workers. With the money that we raised, basically we did something in one night that we couldn't have done in four years. Consistently, we've increased our gala earnings almost 25 to 30% each year. We've had a steadily growth since 2016, and this year we blew it out of the water by 68%. I don't know how many organizations can record a 68% increase with having to cancel their event not just once but twice and have to move locations because we were always known to be at the BAC and Barkett at the Mill opened their arms wide and we accepted that venue and we accepted that challenge. What an amazing success we had because of that. And of course, she gave a big shout out to all those that made this possible. There's so many people to thank. I felt like, I missed so many people that night of the people that were there, but also the people, the silent donors that don't come but send us money. Shout-outs to just an amazing group of people, and we feel that we definitely showed them that we're a great organization and we're a force. I know we impressed a lot of people, and we want to continue that because Bosque County, our neglect, abuse, and abandonment for dogs has also grown 20% each year. Numbers show that every year we are saving 
at least 20% more dogs than we did the previous year. And it's not because we made more money. It's because that's just what the need is for us to go do. And our work is never undone. So they saw it, we showed it, we got it, and we're going to go do some great things with that. And hopefully the county will be behind us. And I want to thank each and every one from the bottom of my heart. This was the last gala that I hosted as gala chair, but also as president. And I was very proud. And we come to an impasse. This is her last year to serve as president and chair of the Bark Gala. Equation. If we did not have this event, Bark's doors would close within months. We don't have huge savings. We save dogs. That's our industry. And we we made up for four even oncoming years that we could never have projected. And we're going to do some amazing things at Bark. We're being very cautious throughout the rest of the year. We want to have more fundraisers to make us feel better about spending some of that great money, but we want to improve our kennel, our foundation first. But she was quick to point out that it took the efforts of many more to make this happen. A big shout out to my team. Behind every leader, there is a team that makes an organization what it is. It's not revolved around one, it's revolved around all. And I couldn't have done this vision for this gala without the workers, without my volunteers, without the BARC support, the peers that we recruited, and they all showed up. I had friends there, you know, after four years, this is probably the best team and the best gala and the best time we've ever had. And not to take away from any other years, but just what a way to celebrate coming off of such a horrible year in 2020. We're just so excited to get this year going. Final salute. I tell you what, there's more to come. Keep us on your radar and keep supporting BART. Our work is not done. Our gala accounts for 50% of our budget, and we definitely surpassed that. We probably exceeded that, like I said, 68% So of last year's gala. So what that brings us to is about 75% of our budget was met. We still have some money to raise for the rest of the year, so we will be doing a lot more the rest of the year. We couldn't help but talk about what's next for Bark with a fun Easter egg event. Well, that is called Egg My Yard. Saw it on a, I think, a Pinterest idea or something, and we incorporated this into what at that time was people canceling things at their churches, and basically COVID took away Easter, and we wanted to bring Easter to these kids and families, and what a great way to have fun. You can come, and we'll give you a route, and we'll give you some houses, and you can go egg a yard with us. Like, we'll give you the bags, and you can sign up online on our website. You can call us on our number from our Facebook page or message us. The best way to do is to sign up online. And there's just one package this year, but you can buy multiple of those packages. You can order 100 eggs. You can order 200 eggs. Pay for each package to add up how many eggs you want. We come out the night before and our little ninja black gear, so no one sees us. We go out there and we pretend to be the Easter Bunny so that when your kids wake up the next morning, they have eggs to go find right away. And then you guys can go off and do your Sunday fun days, however you celebrate your Sunday Easter. 
Thank you, Jackie. And here's our salute to everyone that continues to keep Bark going. And by proxy, the abandoned and neglected animals of Bosque County. This organization wouldn't be much without those that support it and the humane rehabilitation of animals countywide. Get registered for the Bass Fishing for Life Tournament at Uncle Gus's on Lake Whitney. The tournament is set for Saturday, April 3rd from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. $5,000 is guaranteed for the first place winner of this one. This inaugural tournament at the marina is part of the Timothy O'Farrell Recovery Program. For years, Timmy O'Farrell Recovery has hosted traditional fundraisers. Since 2011, they've been bringing recovery to families that can't afford treatment. They do this through scholarships to qualified sober living facilities and counseling. Get registered at torecovery.org slash bass-fishing-for-life-tournament. For more information, call Vincent Webb at 972-804-2812. Visit Timothy O'Farrell Recovery on Facebook as well as Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort. For the fish, it's the place to be on Lake Whitney. To the news desk. Coming up this weekend, the K. Cockrell Family Fun Day will start with runs at 8 a.m. Saturday, March 6th. Get registered and run for a cause that supports local students in memory of one of Clifton ISD's loving teachers. Look out for goodie bags as well. Visit runsignup.com forward slash race TX Clifton K. Cockrell Family Fun Day or be there the day of the race. The Screen Door Inn has beautiful separate rooms for the family and easy access to everything in Bosque County from Clifton, Texas. Visit the Corner Drug Cafe next door for coffee and a bed and breakfast package at this quaint, distinct place to stay. Give them a like on Facebook and Instagram for daily specials, delicious dishes, and more what they offer. Contact the Bosque County Blast today at 254-707-1320 for photography, videography, online marketing, websites and tips, and much more. Look out, folks. The drone is in motion. Be the first to schedule our new service. The big Bosque County business directory continues to grow at bosquecountyblast.com. Get your spot online and get noticed for what you do. You'll get social media shares for the year as well as updates whenever you want them. Baby chicks have arrived at Clifton Feed. Come by the store and choose from Bard Plymouth Rocks, Rhode Island Reds, Black Australorps, or the very popular Easter Eggers. Clifton Feed also has all the supplies you will need to get your chicks started. Give the folks at Clifton Feed a call at 254-675-3416 to reserve your chicks today. For our next story, we talked to City Administrator Marie Garland about the recent drawing of names for the local election in Meridian, a process occurring in towns across the county. 
Mayoral seats are up, as well as some council members in certain cases. My name is Marie Garland, and I'm the city administrator for the city of Meridian. The process that we follow is according to the state laws, and each year when we have opposition for our city council members or mayor's race position, we draw for the order on the names. We don't do it alphabetically. The state says you draw the names individually out of a bowl or how you want to do it, and they are listed on the ballot according to how they are drawn. This year we have two people running for mayor and we have four people running for the two positions for the city council members. We'll have a good election this year and excited to see what the process is and to see the outcome. So how does this all tie in a state and national level? Running for the mayor this year is Stacy Johnson and the incumbent, Johnny Haverlin. We also have four people running for the two spots on the city council members. The incumbents are Ryan Newenhouse and Megan Giesecke, and the other two people running are Melba Ketchings and Alicia Reed. Also, the election is May 1st, 2021, first Saturday in May. Voting will be at the Civic Center. Early voting will be two weeks prior. School and city elections are always the first Saturday in May, unless we have COVID problems like we did last year where we had it in November. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, that's why it seems so recent, I guess. Yeah, because uh, Megan has uh, got elected for a one-year term, but she's only serving maybe five months or so because of the November date. And so that happened on a city and statewide level yes. whenever, mm-hmm. I guess, all this happened for everybody. Thanks, Marie, and be sure to vote by early May. The Healthy Kids Running Series in Clifton is almost upon us. For race events from the 50-yard dash to a mile for older children, this event has something for every age group. Registration is only $35 for this family-friendly and fun event. This event is for 2- to 3-year-olds all the way up to 8th graders. Different ages run different distances. Visit runsignup.com slash race slash TX slash Clifton slash HKRS Clifton TX to get the scoop and details of this great series that gets the kids out active and interested in improving physical fitness. Give HKRS Clifton TX a like on Facebook as well. The Rattlesnake Roundup is back, and it'll be fun for the whole family. We're getting wound up for the Rattlesnake Roundup coming up the first weekend in March. Of course, we're going to have snake handlers there to handle the rattlesnakes and put on the shows for you. We're going to have a carnival. We're going to have a bunch of vendors that are going to show up, food vendors, arts, crafts, and balloons, popcorn. This raises the money and helps us get the money to help out our kids that are in agriculture. Picture this, hundreds of rattlesnakes, live music, a carnival, and fun for everyone. Here's a little more of what's planned in store this year. We're also going to have a barbecue cook-off. It's going to be here in town at the same time. You can always get signed up for that. We're also going to have on Saturday night a dance, what we call a snake dance. I believe it's going to be over at the community center right next door to the WSBYA building. And best of all, it goes to a good cause for student scholarships. Visit rattlesnakeballroom.com slash rattlesnake roundup for more details. And give the Rattlesnake Roundup Walnut Springs a like on Facebook. (music) 
The 30th annual Bosque Countywide Garage Sale has been announced for Friday and Saturday, April 9th and 10th. Visit Bosque Countywide Garage Sale Weekend on Facebook. Get those closets clean and the garage in order for this one. Look out for the Bosque County Classic April 11th at the Central Texas Fairgrounds in Clifton. The Livestock Show for Youth features divisions in steers and heifers, lamb, goat, and swine classes. The show starts at 10 a.m. It's sponsored by the Clifton FFA Alumni and the Valley Mills FFA Booster Club. For more information, contact Lou Ann Teeley at Lou, L-O-U, Ann, A-N-N, dot T-H-I-E-L-E at V-M-I-S-D dot net or Alicia Walker at 254-979-7312. ViraClear is a game changer when it comes to sanitizing against COVID-19. By using the latest technology to create a barrier between surfaces and germs, this local turnkey company keeps customers and staff safe as long as those counters stay clean. Call Mike Mursky at 833-817-3620 for more details. Check out viraclear.net to watch the video of how it all works. As a family-owned company, Usselton Septic Services provides knowledge, better pricing, and impeccable customer service. When we find ourselves with more than our tank can handle, we call Usselton Septic. From tank disposal and inspections to new builds and repairs, they've got you covered. Whether it's anaerobic or conventional, they have a solution for every system. Call Usselton at 254-797-3116 and get that smell gone. For our final story today, we spoke to Therese Morales of Breaking Bread Bakery and Deli in downtown Clifton about the return of dinner church at their establishment. I'm Sharice Morales and part owner of Breaking Bread Bakery and Deli. It's been stopped for a while now because of COVID, but we do this thing called Dinner Church here at Breaking Bread, and it is the third Thursday of every month at 6 p.m., and everybody's welcome. Kids, it's a very lighthearted, casual time. We usually keep it about an hour, and we serve a meal, and we do a short little Bible study. The meal is free. There's never any charge for any of it. It's very casual time for people to get together. Maybe if people feel uncomfortable going to church or if they don't have a home church or they're new to the area, but everybody's welcome. On March 18th, we're going to have lasagna, salad, and French bread. Drinks are always included here, fountain drinks or tea. I think we've done tacos. Sometimes we get pizza. We'll make a big batch of something. Though the event was canceled previously due to COVID-19, they're excited to start it up again. Well, it's very non-denominational. It's straight out of the Bible. And Mary Jean, the pastor at the Methodist Church, she kind of sets up a little plan. And she takes the verse right out of the Bible. It's not geared towards any one sector of religion. And basically, she'll put that verse down and she prints out papers with the verse. Sometimes there'll be like maybe three, four, five questions on it. Really what it is, is it's a time that people can reflect and discuss. And you can either participate and, and talk or not. We like to sit in a group setting. So we'll rearrange the tables in the shop to kind of make a circle as best we can. And we just kind of go around the circle. If anybody there who's new that we don't know, We'll ask them to introduce themselves and then just kind of reflect upon the question. 
The meals are delicious and free, and the scripture is taken directly from the Bible as part of a group discussion. One thing I really want to get across is I think some people feel like if they do have a home church and it's not the Methodist church that they can't come, but that's also incorrect, and we also want people to know not to worry about children because people have been worried about kids. You know, our kids are here two and they're 10 and five. And so children are always welcome. They don't bother us. They're not going to interrupt the studies. Like I said, it's very casual. A lot of people, if they don't have a church or they're new, they don't like to come to something like this that's labeled church, but just really want to emphasize that it is very non-denominational. It's not geared towards any sector. It's just a Christian, just right out of the Bible and, you know, discussion and very comfortable environment. And remember, this is non-denominational discussion. So why is this important to the couple? Well, it's very important because we feel very blessed to be able to have the location that we have. We feel like we were led to this specific area. We were brought to Clifton, and we feel like that was very faith-based and that God led us here. And in our eyes, our shop is very successful. And we have a lot of very faithful customers. We want to, one, give back to our community and do something that we feel is really meaningful that can give back to the community. And two, we want to be able to use this space to honor God because we feel that we have been truly blessed with it. And so this is something that we had been thinking about for a while. And then when we were approached by the church, it was kind of like spirit-led because it had been something that had been in my mind, and Paul and I had talked about doing something similar, and it just kind of fell into place and has been wonderful. So that is our reasoning for doing it, and we really enjoy it. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us online at bosquecountyblast.com for more. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening.